0: Listener discretion is advised, as the Ebeneezza's podcast may contain suggestive and or triggering themes and overall adult content.
1: Oh, I thought we were doing shots together. What? I thought we were doing shots together. Oh, on air. I just thought we were doing them together, but since we did them now, it's like, now I need to put it on air now that you disappointed me. I was kidding. (laughs) You're going to do another one? You got to see now, you have to make me feel better and do another one. I'm fine with that. (laughs) That's definitely not peer pressure for me. Then let's do um, it. Okay. Well then you have to wait. I have to go get it. Alright, I'll hold on. All right, you're back now. So where's your shot?
0: Uh so I
1: have a shot. Ta-da.
0: Okay.
1: Very cute. My oh, yours else, is cute. I can't you can't really see it too well. Um I got from Target. It's one of those squishy ones. It's oh my god. I've never seen that before. Neither. They were like soft shot glasses, and I was like, "Yes, dollar section." Yes, when it's really not. They're they were like five or three dollars. Target be lying about that dollar section now.
0: Faithfully, um, you know, the Dollar Tree <laughs> is actually going to start going up, and like the what's the other one? Family no, no. Dollar, dollar Tree and Family Dollar. Yeah, they're going to actually be going up on their prices. So I don't know what they're going to call themselves. A dollar and a half general the. The dollar and a half tree, $2 tree, I don't
1: know. But they've like been that's... like that for a while though, like mm-hmm. messed, like it's never a dollar. I mean So,
0: so, so I, when I moved and I needed like a cheap broom to kind of sweep like the outside. Cause I was like, I'm never really going to use it again. I don't want to use my like inside broom for that. Yeah. And so I went to Dollar Tree, right? Like that's where you get brooms for a dollar. And they're like, it's a dollar for the handle. And then a dollar for the little bottom piece. I was like, are you serious? <laughs> Are you serious right now? Did you did you really like unscrew it and then charge a dollar for each of these pieces? Oh, anyway,
1: Listen, let's take a shot to that. With that being known, let's take a shot to the Dollar Tree or whatever it is.
0: Dollar and a half, oh, general. Dollar All right. and a half, general.
1: Oh, <laughs> my, <laughs> oh my god. Hmm. I did a terrible oh. thing. What did you do? So I I had some pumpkin spice vodka, which alone is fine. Immediately no. Immediately no.
0: You just started it immediately no.
1: I mixed it with like something else and something else. And then I was like, "Mm, maybe it'll be like pumpkin-y because this beer is not hitting it. But you know what? Whatever. So, um, okay. So tell me your chatter really quick. Okay.
0: So, you know, as part of my my new thing, like self-care Saturdays or self-care Sundays, depending on what we have going on with the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. So I remember when I was like in my 19, 20-year-old phase, well, actually my, most of my life, I've loved bookstores, always loved bookstores. They're like my happy place. Mm-hmm. So I was like, why don't I go to bookstores? There's one right around the corner. So I went to the bookstore yesterday and I wandered around and I picked a book. And one of my friends was like, so how did you pick out this book? Like, did someone recommend it to you? And I was like, I literally just like the cover. And I was like, I know you're not supposed to do that, but it's just so cute. It's upside down. It's that
1: <laughs> Black girls must die exhausted. First of all, not just the cover, that title was amazing. Uh, did you at least read the synopsis in the back? I did. Okay. I did. Then and that's it good. was
0: interesting. And then I read like the first page just to make sure it was written in a way that I would actually be able to relate to. I was like, yes. And then I also bought this other book because I I feel like when people ask me about me and who I am, I kind of like, I don't know, I can tell you stories all day, you know, Mm -hmm. so. I need to work on getting in touch with like my inner self and being more comfortable with who I am and what that looks like, right? Mm-hmm. And that would apply to the podcast life, work, everything. Yeah. So it's called three thousand and one ignore that. Uh three thousand and one questions. <laughs> about me. Why are you covering it? I'm
1: ashamed of the eight dollar cheap sticker price. Why? I don't <laughs> see, know. that's the, that is see, there you go. Part one. Don't be afraid yeah, of the hustle. <laughs> yeah, like, so do nobody care about how much a damn book was. Yeah, there are so
0: many questions you hear. Like, if I were catching up with an old friend, old friend, what would I say is new in my life? And then like, what is the last thing I said okay to like just so many questions that you can answer. And so I'm so excited to start this.
1: I'm excited for you. I'm, I hope you stick to it. And, and, and go on that journey because it's a. Yes. am uh, too busy i always buy you saw my books i'm always so busy that I, like i end up forgetting about them and then like for a week i'll be into it and then like i'll fall off for like months and i'm like it's just it's too much but i'm really concerned that your friend told you or made you feel weird about how to pick up a book
0: um i don't know i think she was just asking like you know does someone refer you to, like how did you find this particular book and I'm like, I, I don't, I don't necessarily need like a curated, like no one knows my book taste. I feel like when it comes to books and podcasts, it's really hard to predict what someone else is going to like, Yeah. but some people are very particular. Like if you didn't, if someone didn't recommend it, I don't want to read it because someone I know didn't like value it enough. I've I don't feel that way. I've
1: never in my life heard of that. Who are the people I've asked you this many times, who are the people that you hang out with? So just let's just, I'm just gonna leave it at that. If you don't go into a bookstore and know how to pick out a book for yourself or a product for yourself, I'm sorry. If you can't do it without someone recommending it to you. I, I want to say like 99% of the books I own, I pick them out my damn self. <laughs> like that's the whole point. That's the beauty of going to a bookstore or a library is sitting there and exploring and seeing like, okay, this book will work. This book won't work. This. It's literally like, it's the best thing ever. I mean, I love similar to you I love bookstores so I don't know that just like threw me off for a second I was like wait someone questioned how you personally pick things like that's so weird but that's fair
0: to each his own
1: um I mean you should probably just pick up books that you like that's gonna be my yeah. PSA to everyone out there just pick up what you like don't worry about what everybody else says because sometimes people recommend straight up trash hi all right so cool so now that we've we have our stories mm-hmm what are we All right, talking well, about today? Hello,
0: my lovelies. Uh, welcome back. We're the Eponistas. <laughs> I'm Doreen, and we have...
1: Jabby, 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 Jabby. Like a Disney princess. Jabby. Wouldn't it be wonderful if Little Birds came and helped
0: you get dressed and they just sing names, sing songs? That would be amazing. Like they could help me like put on like a little blush, a little primer. Anyway, um, so today's episode is not at all about anything that I was just talking about. We're going to be discussing the disappearances of... A few different people. Um, So specifically, I I think we kind of got into this topic because we were talking about Gabby Petito's disappearance, and then in that conversation, I was like, "Well, did you hear about the other girl in South Florida? Her name is Mia Marcano." Mm -hmm. And you guys were like, "No, we haven't heard about it." And so
1: I did. Oh, okay.
0: Um, And so I want to talk about. Well, let me not say I. We wanted to talk about the difference in the news coverage that these two disappearances got. So let's talk about it. Um, but before we begin, quick ask, please hit the like and subscribe button on whichever plat- plat- sorry, hold on, let me start over. (laughs) Like and subscribe button on whichever platform you're listening to us on right now and follow us on social media. I mean, I'm not biased at all. Like not even a little bit, but like, we're kinda, we're kinda entertaining, you know? So
1: just a smidge.
0: Yeah. Just a little (laughs) bit. So, um, what is the drink of the day?
1: Um, well, I'll just go to say so. I ran out of time, honestly, and so I have a, a beer, okay, and it's cool. New Holland Brewing Company, and it's called Ichabod Pumpkin Ale. So I'm gonna do a full pour because honestly, I took a quick sip, even though I did get a quick uh, comment from Bill when I ran upstairs, and maybe the sip was enough. Sometimes I'm a, I'm a little nicer about beers than Bill is. Okay, let's see. I really like their can though like it's all also
0: I would like to give you a compliment on your form in pouring that beer you tilted both the glass and the can brava because I've seen so many people just be like glug 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 and I'm like what's all this foam if you did it right. It wouldn't have to happen. So go ahead.
1: You're not really a drinker or respect the alcohol if you can't pour your beer right. Exactly.
0: Um, so my drink of the day, which again is in my Ebenezer's glass, is just becoming like my new thing to drink out of, um, is the missing in action cocktails kind of tying in the today's theme. Um, it's, so it's really like bourbon, Aperol, lime, Amero Montenegro, and that's, and like, that's it. But, um, Damn, I mean, like
1: all these beautiful names and then, I mean, that's it. <laughs>
0: But I couldn't find half of that stuff. So, um, okay. <laughs> so I, <laughs> that was that was that was the inspiration
1: okay. of today's drink is what I'm gonna say. Long story short guys. Uh, if you got your drinks, uh, toast and cheers to you. Doreen, my friend, you know what I was remembering the other day?
0: When you maybe me watch Clockwork Orange and traumatize me?
1: Mmm, that too. But that one time you tried to be a cat lady? That memory lives rent-free in my head.
0: So that was definitely an epic fail. She was super cute, and I would say she was sweet, but she was not. I'm pretty sure she was feral, and I was legit allergic
1: to her saliva. Oh, gross. But you know what? If you ever do find that special cat that makes you want to try again, Pretty Litter is definitely the go-to to ensure your peace of mind. Pretty Litter is a new crystal formula that can detect if a kitty has any health issues and double bonus, no nasty smells. Our cat-loving listeners can support us by heading to ebonistas.com and clicking the Pretty Litter icon on the sponsors page. So, any chance you're going to get another kitty?
0: No, not for a while. I will be a proud pet auntie. But if you ever need any help changing your kitty litter, let me know. Since there's no smell, I'll be glad to help.
1: That's awesome. I love it. Pretty litter it is. Um, But let's get into it with our episode. And so, I wanted to do a quick trigger warning for everyone. Um you know, we're talking about sensitive subject about missing women, um, domestic abuse, things like that. So trigger warning, trigger warning. If you can't, you don't wanna talk about it, you don't wanna hear about it, go to the next episode. It's okay, we have plenty of other fun episodes, I promise you. Um, And then I also wanted to say, we're talking about Gabby Petito we're going to be talking about the differences between um, coverage on missing white women versus women of color. And so there's a lot of sensitivity around this issue um, on everyone's sides. And I think we're all on the same side of we don't want people to go missing. Everyone, no matter where you're from, your background, this is terrible. What happened to this girl is absolutely terrible and tragic. So it doesn't mean that because we are advocating for more I guess, eyes in media to be on women of color, missing women of color, people of color, it doesn't take away from the fact that this family deserves to know what happened to her. And this was a terrible tragedy. So just wanted to put that out there.
0: So to give you an idea of like the the statistics behind it, so the FBI's National Crime Center says that there were 424,000 missing children under 18 in 2018, right? So about 37% of those children were Black even though black children only make up 14% of all the children so you have to think about how that looks and then if you look and then in 2015 another study says that um even though all those kids were missing the black kids were missing they only amounted to about seven percent of media coverage seven percent right so and let's be honest you know the more media coverage something gets the the easier it is to figure out what happened. And the FBI agrees, they said that, you know, like experts say that media coverage is vital in helping to solve these cases. And it takes all of our attention. So here's a quote from Dr. K. Wise Whitehead. She is a professor at Loyola University of Maryland. Mm -hmm. Um, So she says, it takes all of our attention, news turns to it, police officers, the FBI, everybody does everything possible when a white woman goes missing. And there's actually a name for this phenomenon. It's the missing white woman syndrome. I mean, obviously, that wasn't difficult to like put together, but <laughs> that's what they call it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this one, I think it was Gwen Iffel. I don't know how to say her name. Iffel. I F. I-L-L, I'm sorry, Gwen. Sorry, girl. I like it. I think (laughs) think that sounded good. Um, She's an American news anchor and she's the one that is considered the originator of the term, of the phrase. She's a black woman. And you know what? I think she kind of nailed it. I mean, like there's nothing, I mean, unless you wanna get scientific and say Caucasian, (laughs) like, or whatever. (laughs) There's probably a better scientific word, but it is what it is. And um, I think we all suffer from it. It's not just the media um and because we're all so closely linked to media and so engaged in social media and things like that we are a reflection of that plenty of people of color families that are out there they're like pushing to get their family members names out there their friends names out there and but on a historical scale media is just not hitting it like they're not covering it and we have to think back on to why that is
0: so in terms of why that is i found one um the same professor she this is what she says what she does so so sorry i had like a weird anyway um so
1: <laughs> you kind of like it was almost like a robot glitch and i was like yeah, I was... girl are you gonna start like repeating yourself <laughs> like you like a fembot <laughs> are you gonna go austin powers on me <laughs>
0: it was that was weird uh anyway uh so (laughs) dr ky's whitehead she her she theorizes that it's because of like so many other things and uh what's that show blackish no black as fuck uh kenya bears so if you watch any of that series he's like every issue yeah okay every issue they tackle he'll be like do you know why it's because of slavery yeah. um, and yet this is another one that they feel is rooted in slavery so I'm going to read her quote so she says that white women were put on a pedestal they were better than they were perfect they were what everyone aspired to be and aspired to have um, it's the reason why black boys and men were lynched because they were thought to have whistled or spoken to a white woman it's about the focus on white women it's about who is beautiful who is valued who is important and again that's her quote
1: so I mean that's 100 percent true it is like it's for women of color it's and I always find this so interesting right I mean throughout history from slavery what have you women of color have just been considered people of color just been considered throwaways basically like we're Mm -hmm. not as valued as white people we're not as cultured, whatever you want to call it it's just we're not enough right but we know during slavery they were raping people of color women of color left and right like so we're not valuable in any way but it was just like at the same time the same lust and scariness that black men were held up to for white women like these are men are going to take our women blah, blah blah it was the same way for women of color like they were afraid of the exact same shit and so it was just like i the, the contradiction that history has held and that racists have held against men of color against women of color, like all of it is hypocrisy and all of it is just absurd when you really think about it is because at the end of the day, people are people, right? Um, And they do terrible things to each other. And so it's just really unfair that like when it happens to women of color um, or even slavery, it, it was just like this whole secret, you know, but everyone knew. Yeah, But if it's like, if you said the truth, then you're the one, you're the problem. And it's just, it's a continuous thing and it's really sad.
0: Yeah. And I think it's interesting that the news chooses to pick the people who have these different types of stories,
1: right? Like. This is also kind of goes into the whole like black on black crime thing. Have you ever, I mean, when you think about people use that as a deflection from like, you know, police brutality and things like that. And you know, how come nobody reports on this? And it's just like, don't do that. Like that is, that is not what we're here for, you know, like that is an easy cop out Mm -hmm. rather than just addressing the truth of what is happening, um, overall Mm -hmm. as a nation, like collectively as a nation. So, um, I really think it's important also for us to be aware of where these things are coming from. And then also, I mean, we'll give out some little information too, but as a community to when our our loved ones and our friends go missing, um, and I say when, because honestly, we don't know who it's going to happen to, knock on wood, you know, I want everyone to be safe, but we need to push for more, you know, Um, and, you know, I'm glad that we're having the conversation at the end of the day, you know. So the other thing um, that I was thinking about was news coverage of missing Black women um, is largely focused on victims problems um such as abusive boyfriends um, troubled past while coverage of white women often tend to focus on their roles as mothers or daughters like I mean and we've seen that we see we see that with police brutality too right every time yes. it's um someone of color it's like all of a sudden their dirty past comes up but no no no, no. let's not talk about Sarah's like, three-year stay at her rehab because she had terrible heroin addiction or something like there's none of that you know um what's his name the guy the kid that raped that girl um the white guy he raped her one night behind a dumpster and the guy and they were like he's got a promising future and blah 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 blah. so like he the kid basically what did he get he got like no time or time served or something like that yeah pretty much
0: because they said he had a promising career ahead of him. the judge was like, you know, he's not the type of person that we want behind bars. Yeah. He's a rapist. Yes.
1: He's a rapist. Yes. A blatant racist. (laughs) I mean, sorry, probably racist too, but a rapist. Um, So to say that, I mean, like, it's just this consistent thing where like people of color are just like completely completed are treated differently in the media. Um, We're shamed a lot of the times and we're shamed sometimes When our family members speak out when our friends speak out those people are shamed as well their past are dragged too and so that could be a response as to why a lot of people of color sometimes don't want to say anything that could be a huge thing
0: during this time of social isolation and self quarantine you may not feel safe going to the bookstore or you don't want to wait for your books to arrive in the mail. Audible lets you take your books anywhere with you, no contact required. The best part of Audible is that you can listen to a new book while you're on the go or even at home chilling, cooking, cleaning. Don't forget you can also ask Alexa to play a book or podcast for you, Ebenezer, Who else is trying to learn something new? For me it was Italian, so I used Audible to help me practice my skills. Give Audible a chance to help you learn something new by starting a free 30-day trial. That's audible.com backslash ebonistas. E-B-O-N-I-S-T-A-S. Audible has thousands of books that you can listen to. There's literally something for everyone, no matter what you're into you know, the large numbers, they said the numbers actually for people of color that are probably missing are probably even larger than what we know, Mm -hmm. because a lot of people are hesitant to even report these children missing, um, or these people missing because of maybe their immigration status. maybe you know any issues that they've had with the law they're worried about their other children being taken um i mean there was the there was a instance a few weeks ago of a woman she was on american idol a black lady she brought her kid in for a wellness visit and she was saying that she was having a hard time breastfeeding her baby because her milk was drying up Mm -hmm. and the clinician that treated her actually filed um a defects case with her and said that her children were malnourished and underfed and that she was starving them to death and they took her children. And what? Her baby was like maybe three weeks old. She she had like another baby that was like a year and a half and she had a newborn and she was like, I can't, I'm not making enough milk to feed them both. So they took her kids. And so she went through this fight and she was like, that's literally why I was here was I was telling you that like, This was a problem that i was having what do i do and they took my children and if i she felt like and so when they did a like some research behind the the nurse that reported them she had a history of doing this to people of color she had a history of doing it they eventually got their kids back but they still weren't done fighting they had to have like supervised visits and they still even now they still have to go back and get tested for drugs and it was just horrible and i'm like can you imagine going to your doctor and saying like this is an issue that i'm having and
1: your kids get taken this is the system Um, this is why people yeah, you're right. It, this is. I'm sorry, as a mom, like my my eyes are like getting really fucking watery right now. Like,
0: yeah, the
1: amount of times that I go to my doctors and I'm really honest with my doctors. Um, like <laughs> if you look at my health records, like I go to them because I trust them, yeah. and it's scary. Like, and I I told you when I was pregnant as a black person, I had to make sure because I was like, there's nan black people here in my um what is it the the group that i chose not the doctors i chose um like a physician group um no what's the other word practice sorry excuse me burp. <laughs> um no um what are those ladies called it's the not the obgyns but like they help they have doulas and stuff like that um midwifery yes so i chose that and there was no black women In that practice Mm -hmm. and so I had to go in there and I tell everyone whether you're black or white, but mostly a lot of black women, women of color, I didn't make it known I was like, I am black, this is clear, I need you to hear me. You know, and I need you to see me because if not, then I can just move right along, because I'm not going to sit here and have you guys treat me like this like that's but that's a problem, That's why people don't want to say anything.
0: It is a problem so imagine what those numbers would be if everyone was actually reporting the issues this problem doesn't just affect women or girls it's a persons of color people of color issue um have you guys heard about jelani day you've heard about gabby petito you may have heard about maya but have you heard about daniel robinson or the thousands of native american people that have gone missing in the past like year probably not so um it's a lot of people of color maybe because they don't have salacious gossip behind their stories of going missing but it doesn't mean that their lives are less valuable yeah um they deserve that same coverage that everyone has been getting I've seen with Gabby Petito I want to duplicate those efforts they were able to find you know her body which is devastating it's devastated and recently they were able to find Jelani Day but only because his mom who, ha- who has been fighting for months to get this media coverage out she she finally linked her son's disappearance to Gabby Petito and that's when they finally started covering his disappearance and they found his body within a week of that. Within a Shut week, it up. A of How did she link? Do you know the details? She like, no, she every time they would talk about Gabby Petito, she was like, hey, yes, she's missing. My son has also been missing. My son has been he, he was he was a grad student. He was this. He was all these things. He had no criminal history. He wasn't a drug dealer like help. I need help. Like he was a good person too. That just, is just gone one day and they ended up finding his body within a week of when she got the news to start covering. Oh my it. God. That's really Which shows how crucial it is that we get these people, the coverage that they need because people want to be involved. They do care, but you can't care about something that you're not hearing about. Um
1: Yep. Or you don't so, know more information about like, where can we call, where, what can we do? Like things like that. Like people need to know about these things.
0: Yeah. And especially the Native Americans, when I read that there were thousands of them that have gone missing, I'm like, I literally have, I read the news every day. It's part of my like unwinding and like starting my day process. Mm -hmm. Haven't seen a single article about it. Yeah. Until I did my own research about persons of color going missing. And then boom, one of the first things that popped up was was the Native American crisis. And I'm like, what is
1: happening? Well, you know, it's interesting. Um, And this is why I'm actually a little bit more like, okay, this Gabby Petito case is like, kind of helping is because there's been so much news um, counteracted to that about, why aren't we talking about more people of color? And like, I typed in her name and some of them were about her, but then a a lot of stuff was people of color missing, people of color missing. Why are we not talking about this too? And it was like the same thing that we're saying, like, why aren't we looking for people at the same rate? You know, and for Native Americans, like, I I had this, I have this theory, And it goes back again to racism, Um, is that the sad fact is that Native American crimes, there are so many that go undocumented and unknown. Um, I really do believe in conspiracies and like, but like solid conspiracies where like, um, you have local law enforcement, there's a lot of small towns. You know, um, there's a lot of these places that are hiding a lot of secrets. And when these women go missing, these kids go missing, Native Americans, especially, I think it's uh, they have an unfair advantage and it's ingrained in a collective prejudice that and some of us may not even be aware of. But since they're indigenous people and since they have their reservations and stuff like that, then they're not American. They're not people that we need to care about, things like that. So that is that's you know it goes again to racism it's like no like all these people are are worthy of our respect and re- worthy of our care just because they have we have this history and we people of color we all each have our history um doesn't mean that they're any less of value like right. at all and so I just I've, I've heard that there's so many people that I've heard like oh um because they're on reservations we don't need to worry about them. They have their own governments, so we don't need to worry about this. And that's not true. <laughs> I mean, like, there are laws, there are, like, you know, things that make the, the, where they live a little bit different, but it doesn't mean that we don't have to care about them. So
0: the problem is, right, how do we fix this? Yeah. How do we get, you know, how do we get this attention to be more readily available more you know reported on so you know and i'm gonna put a challenge out there if there are any true crime fans that are listening to this episode i'm gonna say if you hear about a missing person of color go ahead and start an episode do some research you start using your resources to see what's going on because I cannot tell you how many people have been able to figure out stuff that a lot of law enforcement haven't been able to figure out so like have you seen all this stuff about Gabby Petito and like her mental illness and like the camera stops and piecing together this I mean people went above and beyond because they're so passionate about this these particular subjects so make it your mission right like you pick one and you work on it you do some digging um yeah. and maybe people will pay more attention yeah
1: that's fair and I have to say I listen to a lot of true crime and I have to give it to um these bigger podcasts these <laughs> ones are we hope we could be one day but there's one called already gone and um she highlights in her area in um I think it's Detroit um, she focuses on mostly missing persons from those from that area. And Good. I remember early on listening to her, and she's like, Yeah, I've had a lot of writers ask me, or people write in and ask me, Why am I not covering this? Why am I not And she was like, Detroit is my hometown. And she was mm-hmm. like, and so there are while there are many cases I care about and what have you, she's like, This is my hometown, and I feel like this is important for me, and it's important for me to document. And the girl's been on air for years now. So if this is talking about specifically one city, and she has this much content, Mm -hmm. highlighting missing people, like, that's one city. And so I'm really happy that we do have, you know, the the, (laughs) we always talk about like, the podcast game is saturated and what have you. But the fact is, is that everyone is trying to do their part. Um, There's another podcast, they don't record anymore, I don't think called misunderstood. They focused a lot on people of color um they they active cases too like currently active um which is great so all these avenues that we have to learn more about what's going on around us things like that go ahead and do your your research you know yeah um it it, it takes nothing really
0: so what else do you have in terms of how we can promote change when it comes to promoting missing people of color so um my big thing
1: with Gabby Petito unfortunately her situation went a little bit further right um unfortunately she's the result the result her death was because of domestic abuse um Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys watched the video of the cops stopping them um that video in itself is infuriating yeah um there's so much like (sighs) I wish we had more time because I had so much to say about that damn video and the misogyny and the lack of care that the police showed for that girl. Um, like just overall mental health and, you know, warning signs and all this stuff. And I'm like, this is why we need reform. This is why we need and reform. Don't think it does not the same as defund. Like it's just all these things. Like there's a lot to do. So the first thing that we can do and the first thing that I always want to go to is tell somebody, you know, if you're unsafe, you see yourself as an unsafe situation or someone else in an unsafe situation, um, reach out, there's the National Domestic Violence Hotline, Um, it's 1-800-799-SAFE, or contact your local authorities, but I thought about that, and I was like, sometimes your local authorities, again, we mentioned earlier, they're not the most trustworthy, especially smaller towns. Some people cannot go to them. And so instead of, and I'm going to say this nicely as I can, instead of using your internet time to find out makeup tutorials, which are great, don't get me wrong. But if you or someone you know, yeah, right. I mean, we use them, let's be real. Um, But if you or someone you know is really going through it, the internet is there with lots of information information on how you can protect yourself, protect others, where to go, what to do. And sometimes it feels trapped, but if you just reach out, even if it's to some stranger and just say, Hey, I need help. Somebody will be there for you. I assure you, like someone it'll take you. Sometimes it feels like no one's listening, but someone there is listening. So I really encourage people to just use their time wisely, especially when they feel like there's an unsafe situation.
0: Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I have always been an advocate. Like if anyone needs me that I know of, I'm always like, Hey, whatever it is, like, I'm not going to judge you. I don't care what you do, what you continue to do. I just want to know that you're okay. And if there's something I can do to help you be safe, then I will do whatever that takes. Um, and so, you know, most people know, like you can call me and roll the night and I'll be like, okay, what's up? Where, where am I going? What can I do for you? Listen, um, but and I'm- <laughs>
1: if I get a call in the middle of the night, I know what's up. I know something is going down and I know you need my attention. Okay
0: so we'll probably have to do some more episodes about like some of these disappearances yeah. and like how they all kind of piece together because it's just a, it's a trove of information that we can we barely even like scratch oh. the surface but i hope that you guys walk away from today's episode realizing that people of color going missing at astounding rates maybe more than you realize mm-hmm. and trying to figure out what you can do specifically to help promote finding these people before things happen to them that we can't recover from definitely
1: nicely said um so um this was definitely a more somber episode but it is a huge part of our society and we can't change that unless we change ourselves community what miss Doreen just said um so we appreciate our listeners writing with us um with our serious episodes our fun episodes I mean it's a little bit of everything but we want to you know make sure we bring you important subjects so um Thanks again for listening to our episode. Um, We'll actually be back next week with a smaller episode. Um, We haven't figured out a name for them. So if you've got ideas, send them here, please. Ebenistas at gmail.com, please help. (laughs) Um, Again, you can hear the show on all your favorite plat, blah, uh, blah, (laughs) blah. Pabla, that's
0: uh, Ah. P L A T B L H. okay.
1: (laughs) listen i said what i said on all your favorite blah blah i'm sorry on all your (laughs) favorite podcast platforms and visit us on instagram say hi on the underscore ebonistas so until then cheers guys bye bye the ebonistas podcast was created written recorded and produced by jabby and doreen theme music by chris black of truck music productions